you know, our identity in Christ matters, but how do we actually get ourselves rooted in Christ? Like, what does it look like for us to change from old to new? What does it look like for us to lean in as you're saying? And, and how does that play out in our lives? Because a lot of people will be sitting in something really difficult and think that God's abandoned them, but actually like, and I feel that way too, but actually what's going on is he's working on something in our heart. You guys, I cannot wait to have the conversation today with Kate because she is going to share with us a transition she went through when she was at a church and what that felt like. And then how God was working in her and on her, how he was changing her heart to move into something new. But she was there because she was in a preparation process. And I cannot wait to talk about what that looks like from where we're at to where God is moving us. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what he has for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. I am an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God to design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God, and your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen, and let's be encouraged. Hi, today on the podcast, I would like to welcome Kate Petrie. She is a former pastor, a life and leadership coach, and the podcast host of Strong and Free Leaders. She is coming to us from Alberta, Canada, and I am so excited to have a conversation today around stepping into something new, transitioning when we find ourselves in a place or a job or environment that isn't working for us any longer. So I think you're going to get so much out of this episode, and I can't wait to share her story and some tips with you. Welcome, Kate. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, so good. So can you first start with just telling us a little bit about, you know, what is your backstory? You know, how did you even step into being a pastor? And then how did that lead you into what you're doing now? How I stepped into being a pastor is I resisted God leading me that way for a really long time until I just straight up couldn't (laughs) resist it anymore. I'd had a bunch of different jobs. I actually went to university for meteorology uh, and that didn't work out for me. And I was bouncing all over the place and I kept feeling God leading me to different things like go to Bible school here, do this. And along the way, I was like, that's fine as long as I don't have to be a pastor. And I even got my credentials as a pastor saying, that's fine. I'll take that step of obedience as long as I don't have to be a pastor. And eventually I just couldn't resist it anymore. I I knew that I wanted to minister to people and pastor people. And so I was like, all right, I guess I will work at a church. And so that's what I did. I worked at a church here in Canada for five years as the youth and kids pastor. And I loved serving those families. I loved hanging out with the kids and the students. I loved the volunteer team that we had and working with them. All of that was fantastic. And so there were so many things that I loved about working there, but I really struggled with the dynamics that were going on behind the scenes. And part of that is that I had been believing a lie in my own life that my voice didn't matter. And I was looking for authorities around me to like tell me that it did matter, that my voice did matter, that it was significant. And God knew that I needed to trust him with that. I have this in like retrospect. I didn't know it at the time. So it was a really big wrestle. And eventually what happened is that some of what I experienced there, some of the things that were said about me were so not true that it kind of shocked me into going, oh, 
you know, some of these people are wrong about me. Oh, like, why am I, why am I looking for the value in my voice and my own significance from them? Like, I need to be getting this from God. Like, it just sort of shocked me into that. And it was a very difficult experience, but God wanted me to come out going like, no, no, (laughs) you're getting your value from me. Um, And so that's when I started going, okay, hold on. Like, am I stay, am I going to stick it out here? Should I be going? I'm a very loyal personality. And I knew that God had called me to work at that church. And so in my head, that's forever. That Like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here for the long term. And God didn't speak to me directly about a lot of things during all of that wrestle. But I remember sitting at a conference that the church was putting on and the band was rehearsing before the doors were going to open. And I was just sitting there and I felt God say to me, hey, this isn't it. This isn't it. And it just sort of released for me, like, oh, I don't have to be here forever. This was like a step along the way. And once I sort of had all that information, then I was able to kind of go, okay, it's time to move on. Uh, you shared a little bit with us already about, you know, working in the youth as a youth pastor and sort of what you were going through. But what can you start off by telling us? Like, how do we go from where we're at? to understanding first in, in recognizing that God may be working in us. And how do we, I guess, sit in that, first of all, you know, how do we sit in that? And then we can step into the conversation about like, what do we go, what do we do from there? Yeah. I mean, so when I was working at the church, it was, like I said, very, very challenging for me. I was a disaster. (laughs) I was crying. I was upset a lot. I was stressed. I didn't understand what was going on. So that's a very challenging season. And it's easy to feel like God has abandoned us or like just confused about what God is doing. And um, what I would say to that is that almost certainly always God is working on our hearts. And so if we find ourselves in a really challenging season, then the first question to ask before like worrying about our circumstances is asking God, like, Hey, what are you doing in my own life? And so many people will feel one way, but know that the Bible says something else. So for example, in Exodus chapter one, God's people are called powerful. It says in Exodus chapter one, that the Israelites are powerful. It also says that they are slaves. So at the same time, they are powerful and they are slaves. And I think that we feel that sometimes in our own lives where, hey, the Bible says that I'm loved. The Bible says that I'm free. The Bible says that I'm strong in Christ. But how I feel is like a mess. I feel tired. I feel frustrated. I feel confused. These are two very different things. And so they're in Exodus, they're crying out to God and they're asking him for a rescue from slavery, right? And I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but I was reading through it one time and I was like, you know, God could have just put Moses on the throne. Like he could have just said, see you later, Pharaoh. Like, I'm just going to put Moses in charge here. And then that would solve the slavery problem. Why did God have to take his whole group of people? That's a lot of people and move them all out. Like so much, we had to split the seed, so much effort, so much effort to get those people out of Egypt. And I believe it's because he didn't just want them to be free from slavery. He actually wanted their hearts to be free from that slavery mindset and the, and that the toll that that life had taken on them. And so there are going to be times in our lives where God brings us through something that feels like so much effort, but actually what's going on is he 
cares about our hearts that much, who we are and what's coming out of our hearts matters so much that he would let us go through something difficult so that we can come out the other side truly free, even on the inside. That's so good. Yeah. So I guess if we're in a season like that, and we'll all be in seasons like that, right? At different at different times. But how how do you just rectify that? Like, did you find just um, like looking at scripture, just doing a, like just certain things, did it help you sort of sit in that time or to make, you know, to really let him do the work he needed to do, I guess? Yeah. So a lot of the work for me was understanding what I was feeling and how that was different from what I was believing um, or thought I should believe or knew to believe, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So I was feeling a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. But we know that perfect love casts out all fear. And God says, do not fear a bazillion times in the Bible. So like, how do I, how do I wrestle those things out? And so a lot of times what happens is I, kn- we say, I know the Bible says that I don't have to be afraid because God is with me, mm-hmm. but I feel afraid. And so I'm going to make a decision from that fear. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Of, that's for me anyway, what was going on a lot of the time. And so for me, part of the transition was really like a step of faith to switch that around and instead say, I feel a lot of fear, but I know that I don't have to be afraid because God is with me. And so I'm going to make a decision out of that spot where I know God is with me and have the faith come from there. So that's a, that's a big piece for me. And I think a lot of times we get tripped up because um, we have a hard time facing our own emotions. Mm-hmm. We have a hard time getting into those. And so we're like crying out to God saying like, God, help me. God, rescue me. God, do something. God, I don't understand what's going on. But at the same time, like he needs us to deal with our hearts. And so he's, he's asking us to face our own emotions so that we can get our hearts in line with the truth of his word. Does that make sense? It does. And uh, two things that, uh, you know, I often hear, you know, as sort of a suggestion, if you find yourself kind of walking through this is one, write down, you know, what is it? What are the things that are worrying you or you're afraid of or you're frustrated with, right? Or you have anxiety around and one kind of look at them and say, like, is this really the truth? Like really true? Or could there be something I can replace that with? that's more true, right? So for instance, if you're maybe you you have to go to the doctor because there was some odd thing you're getting checked and you're afraid, right? It could be something, and it could be right. Who knows if you haven't gotten it the result yet? That's right. But, it's like, but in general, have you been healthy up till now? So it's like, are you getting obsessed with the idea, like, oh no, right? I have this fear, but we could replace it with typically I'm healthy, right? So I could be thankful for the health and accept that I don't know yet, right? If there's going to be a different different outcome. So I think there's one is let's be clear on instead of keeping in our heads, like, let's see it on paper, you know, and is it still the case? And then some people, of course, they take what's going on and then write find scripture that really speaks to the truth. Like you were just talking about all the different scriptures that talk about, you know, let, um, you know, let basically like it's love, not fear, you know, all the different things. It basically says like, we shouldn't be afraid. There's so many of those scriptures that you can just pull one, right. And just mm-hmm. really kind of prey on that, look at that when this fear, this worry comes about, right? And so yeah. I think trying to do something like that where we're trying to replace it, like you said, with that truth mm-hmm. instead of kind of simmering in that worry or that fear or that anxiety or that anger. That's right. 
That's right. And it's great to ask the question, like, where are these emotions coming from? For example, in the scenario where you're putting off going to the doctor because you're afraid, um, sometimes that can be about control. Like for, for me, and um, I, it's funny that you use that scenario because that scenario came up with a client just this week. <laughs> and for her, that's about control. Like right now, my life is under control. If I go to the doctor and she's healthy, but anyway, <laughs> if I go to the doctor and they find something, then my life will be under control. So I can't, I will be out of control, excuse me. So I, I don't want to go to the doctor. And it's like, okay, well, and then it comes back to, that issue of fear being like, are we trusting God to be in control? Can we come back to that? And um, yeah, I just, we're all carrying around so much. <laughs> I want us to all be able to release it to God and, and find that sort of that peaceful place to operate from. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Well, yeah. And so what about that? Like, so if, you know, one of the things you sort of mentioned is um, before we started recording was, if we find ourselves in this place, place where there's a transition, a change happening, and we're moving into this new version of ourselves, right, in some way, you know, something mm-hmm. in our heart needs to be molded or changed or, you know, kind of realigned, you know, in more of a truth, God's truth and love. What would you just say, like, besides what we just talked about, what else, how do we get to that place? You know, I mean, I know it's the work God's doing, but what else would you say about that? Like, how do we have the patience, I guess, and then get to get to that next place. Yeah. So in Ephesians chapter four, somewhere, um, Paul talks about throwing off the old, Mm -hmm. renewing our minds and putting on the new. Um, and so there's this transition that God is bringing us from over and over again. It's not just a one-time thing where there's our old selves, where we're relying on something other than God, or we're believing a lie, or there's some sort of sin operating, whatever. There's an old, and God wants to bring us into the new, where we're going to be whole and healthy and rooted in Him. It's a process that we just keep working through. And so there needs to be an intention once we understand... First, we need God to show us, like we need to see it. We need to understand a little bit what's going on so that we can participate in the process. So we have to be humble enough to come to him and hear from him and, and see that. And that's always a wrestle and takes a while. So I just want to say that to start with. But when we recognize that something's off, we ask God for discernment. We look practically at what's going on. Maybe we seek uh guidance from the people in our lives or even from a counselor or from a coach. And then we, we're going to understand like, oh, this is an issue. So for me, um, when I was working in the church, the old me, I was looking for other people to place value on my voice. And so, and I wasn't getting it from God. So that's the old me. And to be honest, every once in a while, the old me shows up still today. You know, it's an ongoing, mm-hmm. that's the old me. And I had to make a decision you know, am I going to trust God with this? Yes or no. And if the answer is yes, then I'm going to have to throw off the old. So I need to do the work to understand what is the old, what behaviors are coming from this, what thoughts are coming from this, what emotions are coming from this. And I need to deal with those emotions, submit them to God. I need to start to change my thinking, you know, throw off the old, renew your mind, put on the new. So I need to change my thinking. So maybe I've, I'm, um, an example of thinking could be, you know, I'm frustrated in, in my own personal scenario. Maybe I'm frustrated with my boss because they won't see me. They're not hearing me. I'm, I'm angry about that. So that would be an, a spot where I could now go, okay, so the old me 
is looking for something from them that God only is meant to give me. So in that scenario now, what does it look like for me to uh, be in that exact same situation, but to be the new me where I'm getting my value from God already? I'm getting my value from God. So now I'm still, practically speaking, not being heard, not feeling seen, but that's I'm okay. I'm not wrecked by it. I'm okay. Now, I might decide that I don't want to stay in that environment. Sure, but I'm okay. And so that's like me as a person, the new me now thinking about my boss in that scenario is going, instead of going like, ah, (laughs) I don't even have words. Instead of being frustrated or angry or judgmental or whatever, instead, I'm not even really stressed about that person. I'm thinking, okay, like that was hard. I might need to forgive them, but I'm I'm not holding bitterness or holding blame. I'm forgiving them and, and making a decision of how I want to operate in that situation that works better for me. And that's because I'm secure in my value in Christ. And that's the new me. Does that, is that kind of like a, okay. Yeah, no, that's great. I, yeah. And what I was thinking about was, and I, you know, we, we've all probably been here, at least most of us, but so often, you know, especially when I ran teams of people and I, you know, so I was, you know, they'd come in to talk to me and it was, it would really become like counselor session time, right? <laughs> but they would be so upset or bothered or something would happen, but it was always external things that were just making them kind of crazy, right? Or just so frustrated. But what I would see is that some people, it's like everything external would just get in, right? It would get in. And, and it would create totally. all of this anxiety and tension and anger and frustration, resentment. Right. And the more work we do, right, like you said, to understand our value in Christ, to understand we can trust him, to understand we're here to serve and to, we have this purpose. But, and then we keep doing the work because like you said, different things are going to trigger us at different times. We're going to go through different, you know, emotions. People are going to, we can say hurt us, but really what we're saying is like at that time, the way we handled it, you know, we're part of that. But I think that's the point is the more that we start doing this work and we keep doing it as these, I guess, situations come up or environments, we start to realize that things come at us, but they don't affect us the same way. That's right. right? Because it's, we really do kind of have that armor of God, if you will, right? It kind of stays out here and we can see it for what it is instead of kind of penetrating us and feeling so emotional or so distraught about it, I think. Yeah. I mean, I was just saying to someone yesterday, so she's wrestling with some decisions in her career and she can't figure out why she can't make clear decisions to move forward. And she's feeling disconnected from God in that. And so she said to me yesterday, maybe God is holding me back to, to, so that, uh, like, I deal with the stuff in my life. And what she meant was maybe God is holding me back from success in my career so that I can deal with the stuff in my life. And I, I brought it back to her and I said, actually, like, if we're going to use that long language that God is holding you back, it's for your heart. It's not for your career. Like the answer is not in your career. The answer is not in the external thing. It's for your heart. And once your heart is dealt with, maybe your career will explode and maybe it won't. But the difference is just like you just said, your heart will be okay. Like you will be good either way. You will be approaching it as how do I be obedient to God moving forward and steward who I am and my purpose well, rather than thinking like I need my career to explode so that then I will feel good. Like, so 
yeah, that's the shift, the old to new that happens. And sometimes we think the new is our circumstances changing, but actually the new is a change within us. Yeah, I think that's actually really great. And I love that we're talking about this today because I think you're right. Just the world we live in, even if we have heard that before, I think it's so easy to quickly jump back into what our culture, what society tells us, which is, oh, I don't have enough followers or enough down. I right, And so we, we still get focused back to this worldly success in some definition, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's money or it's accolades or it's like, I got the book done, right? And not that we don't want to, you know, move forward in whatever work we're meant to do. But to your point, if we get so focused on the the career or the, the, the stage of the career, more than are we becoming the person that he, that Christ wants us to be, right? That's and right. so I think it's important to keep hearing these conversations so we are reminded of truly what, what the work is that's needing to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is always tempting to try and fix the external rather than face the internal. And, um, and then we end up feeling a disconnect in our relationship with God because our priorities become different from his. And we're waiting for him to speak to us about our external circumstances, but he's waiting for us to listen about what he wants to do within us. Mm-hmm. And um, so often that becomes a, a pain point in our relationship with God. But if we can if we can pull back to his priorities, which is our heart, um, then most of the time, I don't want to guarantee that you're going to hear from God, but I think that's a helpful step to take when we're wanting to reconnect with God and go deeper in our relationship with him. Yeah. And just uh, one question about that. So you gave some examples earlier of um, kind of doing this work, right? Of, of um, doing the work on our hearts and, but just kind of like coming to like, gosh, maybe this is what God's trying to change in me or to work on in me. But do you have any specific tips on, you know, how did you, do you write those things down when you're thinking it so you can look at it? Or are you just praying on it? You know, I'm sure people do different things, but I was just curious if someone's wondering like, what, like, how do I even know what work's trying to be done in me? You know? Okay. So here's what I would say. If we're like, I don't even know where to start. I would say, we're going to look at five different areas of your life. We're going to look at your relationship with God. We're going to look at your relationships with others. We're going to look at your your work, your vocation, if you are um, a stay-at-home mom, then then parenting is your work. Like whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. we're going to look at your finances and we're going to look at your health, both mental and physical. And we're just going to survey those areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Where are you good? Where are you not good? How are things going? Where would you like to be? We're just going to look at those areas of your life and just make a list. What would you like to change? What's frustrating right now? What's confusing you right now? What's great? What are you thankful for? Just total putting it all out there. And as you can hear from the tone of my voice, I'm suggesting we do this from as much of a detached place as we can, where just to start with, pull back and look at your life. Don't worry about how you're going to make anything happen. If if somewhere in there, you're like, man, I have a big goal and I have no idea how to make that happen. Or I would, I desire a big change and I don't know how to make that happen. That's okay. Just pull back. Where are you at with all of those things? And 
Some people love journaling. I love journaling. I would also, in something like this, I might even use a whiteboard. It's just like, get this stuff in your head, out of your head and put it in front of you in whatever way works for you. And then take some time. This is key. It can't be done in five minutes. You know, that's the the bummer about this whole thing. It does take time, but take some time, maybe even block out some time to think, to not think, but to reflect on and pay attention to any feelings that come up about any of those things or anywhere where you feel stuck. Often if we feel stuck, either there's a mental block or an emotional block. So we're we're literally just surveying our whole lives, just checking out what's going on here. And hopefully when we do that, it'll bring a little clarity and you might walk away saying, you know what? My finances are good right now. I'm happy with that. My health is like good. I'm working towards something better. My work is excellent. I'm really thankful for that. But my relationship with God and my relationships with others are really struggling. Okay, great. So then we're going to dig into those. What are the feelings that you're having there? Why are you having those feelings? One of my favorite things to say (laughs) to um, clients is sometimes in a coaching session, out of nowhere, to, to me, it seems they get really defensive and they give me like a little three minute rant about something. And my favorite question, which drives them crazy, but I love is to say, why was it important for you to tell me that? Because I wasn't judging you. I wasn't worried about it, but you, you went on a whole rant to tell me all about it. And so when we're reflecting on ourselves, like looking back and saying, like, what's, what's popping up is really important to me. And just asking why. And of course, prayer, like inviting God to speak to those things. And I think, I think when we pull back and we look at all those things, sometimes we just need to take time to see it all and feel the emotions. Then we might get some clarity on like what we want to change, where we're going to go with it. And I think that that's really the biggest piece is like once we actually know what we want to deal with, that's sometimes the hardest point to get to. But once we've got it, yeah. then we can go, okay like, how do I participate with what God is doing here? And that's when it comes back to, am I, am I believing any lies about this? Am I like holding on to control the things that I really just need to surrender to God? Is there some kind of heart issue that I have from an experience in the past that has like, um, shaded my view on this particular thing? Um, have people spoken things or have I Uh, people said things or have I invited teaching in that doesn't line up with God's word? Like who's speaking into my life about this? Like those sorts of things. Then we get some clarity and we can go, okay, I see that I know that God uh, says that I don't need to be afraid, but I feel very afraid. So I need to switch those things around and, and start to live out of the faith rather than the feelings. Mm, That's so good. I think that's really helpful because it's super specific. And like you said, it's like taking an assessment and then having awareness. Where are those cracks or those, what stands out from you, right? Like you said, like what's bubbling to the surface that's that's not where you know maybe it should be or you're struggling with or mm-hmm. there's tension or anxiety around. So I think that's really helpful to, to give people a really specific image of how, you know, you can address that if you've never done that before, you know, mm-hmm. like that, done an assessment like that. So I think that's really helpful. And like you said, because I think some people might be like, well, how do I know what he's working on in my heart or trying to work on? Right. But to your point is usually we know, or there's indicators, even if we haven't put it to the, 
the top of the list or the front of the line, right? Like it's there if we really pay attention or we take inventory, if you will. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's so good. So is there anything else you want to share with the audience before we wrap up just about, you know, how we go from our old to our new selves, that continuous renewal, trusting God in this process and just, you know, living really just our best lives to serve and to love, you know, who God's called us to, you know, be a part of their lives. I want to say that it's really meaningful work to go from the old to the new, but it's not always easy. And um, sometimes it's hard and sometimes we just rather not do it. And so I want to speak to why it's important. And it's, it's because you matter. Like you are important. You are significant. You are valuable. Your life matters. God created you on purpose for a purpose. And I know we hear that said all the time, but that doesn't mean it's not true. It is true. And so we need you to be healthy. We need you to be strong and free in Christ. We need you to be operating and living from a place where you are bringing your whole self, the best of you to the table. And we don't want you to be stuck in fear. We don't want you to be stuck in shame. We don't want you to be to feel like you need to control everything. And so you can't surrender it to God. We actually want you to be just free from all of that, to have peace so that when you walk into a room, you're not busy protecting yourself or needing things from other people. You walk into a room and you are fully available for God to use your natural gifts and abilities and your spiritual gifts and abilities and your personality and your experiences and your values to bless and serve the people around you. And in Sometimes we think that's all that sounds like a lot of work. And, you know, if we're busy doing it, maybe it is a lot of work. But I think when we're truly strong and free in Christ, it it doesn't feel like work. It feels like an honor and a privilege because we know that it's God working through us. And Mm -hmm. so if there's anybody listening who maybe like, maybe they're, they're, um, they keep everything buried down and they don't really want to dig into it. Life is good. Life is fine. Um, I'm, I'm happy with my life right now. <laughs> I want to be like, Hey, <laughs> all of us have ways that we can grow and we need you to keep growing and coming back to God. And if there's somebody listening who is in the thick of it right now and they maybe don't have the energy or they, they don't even know what God is doing and they're feeling stuck. I just want to say like, it is worth it for you to keep going. It is worth it for you to keep choosing God. It's worth it for you to keep finding that scripture. And even when you don't feel like it's true, confessing that it is true, holding on to it because on the other side of whatever God is doing in your life right now, you are going to be a blessing. You are going to be a light. You are going to be operating in a way that feels amazing to serve the people around you. And that's true for everybody listening. And so I just kind of want to like pitch that vision of, Hey, like it's not just old to new because that's the right thing to do. It's old to new because God is so invested in you and he's got big plans for you. And when I say big, plans. I don't necessarily mean that you're going to be president. I just mean that like the impact that your life is going to have on others mm-hmm. is going to be awesome when you allow him to be um, just your place of security and love and value. So yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. It's like, amen. That was amazing. Seriously. <laughs> I, I love uh, what you just kind of spoke into this episode into the audience. So thank you for that. 
So Kate, can you share with everybody, how can they connect with you online and learn more about what you're doing and, you know, just reach out to you if they're interested? Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram at Kate M. Petrie is me on Instagram. I, I check my DMs. I'd love to hear from people there. You can go to my website, katepetrie.com. If you're interested in coaching or anything like that, that's a great spot to go. And then also I have the Strong and Free Leaders podcast where we talk about these things all the time. And it's called the Strong and Free Leaders podcast because I actually believe that everyone is meant to be a leader because we are all called to serve others. And so that podcast is for all of us to help us get strong and free in Christ. And I'd love to see you guys over there as well. I love it. Thanks again for being with us today and encouraging us all in our faith. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that conversation was so good. It was so full of so much encouragement. It was full of so many ideas that we can apply to our own lives to continue to try to strengthen our relationship with God to see how God is trying to do the work in us and in our lives, and to continue to really understand that the more work we do in Christ, the more he can use us in our lives right where we're at. And so just a couple of highlights from today's episode is, are you looking for other people or things in your life or how you step into promotions to give you your value to feel worthy? Or are you getting that from God instead? The next is, if you don't know where to start with where God is trying to work in you, work on your heart, do the assessment and figure out where are there areas of your life, right? In your relationship with God, relationship with others, in your work or vocation, your finances or health, where is there uneasiness? Where are you feeling stuck? Where are you frustrated or confused? And then start there get guidance, step into prayer with God, and just journal about it. What keeps coming up? Where is work that needs to get done? And then also, are we becoming who Christ wants us to be? And are we aligning with the priorities he wants for us, which is to change our hearts so that we can step into moving in the direction where we do what he wants us to do, where he's calling us to be. And that God is invested in us today and he's invested in our futures. He wants to see us healthy and whole. He wants us to get our peace and our value and our security and love from him, not the external world, not, you know, where we're at in our careers. And so that is the question. Are we able to do that? Are we there? And are we doing the work to be there? And then lastly, I love what she says, which is sometimes we think new The new is our circumstances, but it's actually, I'm sorry, our circumstances changing, but it's actually the new is a change within us. That is truly what we're talking about here. And I love that when we change our hearts, when we do the work, our actual circumstances, right? It might be a job. It might be um, not feeling like we're having movement often will change, But first comes the transformation of our hearts or an issue that's stuck that we need to do the work on. Oh my gosh. I think it was so good. Kate's amazing. What a beautiful heart. So much goodness that she speaks to point us back to God. And I loved the conversation. I hope you got a lot out of today's conversation. I would love to hear how it may have helped you. So reach out, email me, pop on my website, or you can DM me at Kristen Fitch on Instagram. 
Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.